Hey everyone, it is Shereem Herndon Brown again with your Where Should I Apply, our web series that all students and parents should be listening and watching because we talk about colleges and universities across the country. And I answer the question that every single student or parent has ever asked me, which is, where should I apply? And meaning the kid, not the parent. Uh, I have worked in independent college counseling for about 12 years, just over a decade, but I've been in the profession and the industry for over 20, making various stops as a school counselor, as someone who's worked in admissions at Georgetown University, and I've learned a lot. And I love visiting colleges around the country, and I love sharing what I know with people. So Where Should I Apply is a series to share what I know about college and universities with anyone who will listen. So Today, Chicago has been on my mind. Why? Uh, my best friend in the world, my high school basketball teammate, lives in Chicago. I'm also currently reading Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, and talks about her her days living in Chicago. And uh, I'm as a New Yorker, I'm always curious about the Windy City. I don't want to live there because it's super cold, but I'm curious about Chicago. Chicago's on my mind. Plus, as it pertains to colleges, uh, Loyola University at Chicago, which you guys should see on my screen, just gave their, um, there's a, they made it to the final four in basketball last year. It was somewhat of a Cinderella story. They gave one of their, their administrators, uh, an older woman who had been following the basketball team, a final four ring in a ceremony today. And I thought that was really, really touching. So I said, you know what? I want to learn more about Loyola of Chicago. Uh, I'm also going to profile the university of Chicago, which is also factored into Michelle Obama's book. Uh, and then I was going to profile Northwestern. This is now taking place during the Big Ten football championship weekend where Northwestern will be playing Ohio State. And I will watch a little bit of that this weekend. So I said, you know what? Chicago's on my mind. So here we go. Loyola University of Chicago has 10,000 full-time undergraduates. Uh, when I said the 72% selective, that means that, yes, there's a good portion of kids who are getting in, about you know two-thirds of the kids who apply get in. Um, but that should not make you think that it's not a competitive academic environment. If you're going to spend $60,000 on a college education, you should be fully vested in it. Remember, for those of you who've been watching this series, thank you so much. There are five, not four anyway, it just started with four, but now there are really five factors I want people to consider as they're going through the college admissions process. Number one is cost, in no particular order. Cost, personal assessment, academic program, um, extracurricular activities and school culture. And the fifth one I'm gonna make sure we talk about each time is in, uh, prestige and admissions possibility. So admissions possibility as it pertains to prestige, culture and fit for extracurricular activities, uh, academic program, which you will learn as you do your assessment, and obviously cost. I can count. I have five fingers. So I say all that because I want to make sure that I'm giving you great information. As you can see, Loyola University of Chicago, um, the cost is 59, almost 60 grand a year. We scroll down every week. I will show you. I should go a little slower. Pardon me. Uh, last year, more women applied than men. Wow, almost double. And currently, there are almost triple the amount of women at, at Loyola of Chicago. Um, interesting. I did not know that. I did not know that. Very, very cool. There are the graduation rates. Most students graduate 
uh, mostly within six years, which is pretty typical between ages 18 and 24 is when most kids graduate college. Uh, most are on a four-year program, but things happen. That could be about cost. Life situations change. Retention rate is great. 82% of they retain 82% of their kids. That means that kids are coming back and they're, they're not transferring at a high rate. I always want to address this. So it says that from an admission standpoint, the high school average GPA of a student who gets into Loyola of Chicago is a 3.7. I feel like that's a little skewed. Different schools grade differently. So I don't want anyone to think that that is set in stone. What is a little bit more objective is the, the standardized testing. As you can see, there's SAT scores and ACT scores. This is called How Do I Match Up? And it shows you the 50th percentile range of students who were admitted. Um, based upon their scores. So somewhere between a 29 and a, excuse me, a 24 and a 29 on the ACT. That was kind of the sweet spot for most of the kids who got admitted last year. Uh, and then for the SAT, between a 520 and a 630 or a 510 and a 630 in math. So again, not terribly competitive from an admission standpoint, but an excellent educational opportunity. Look at this. There are 95% of the kids receiving institutional grant aid. That is huge. So again, if we're going to talk about costs, and again, I know I'm jumping around a little bit. I just talked about admissions, but then let me slow down and talk about cost a little bit. It's important to know how much a school costs, where those expenses are, where they're going. There's tuition, there's room and board. If you're going to be a commuter, obviously this 14 grand won't apply to you. And then how is financial aid being allocated? There's an ROTC program, which is great. Um, so this is really great information. This is a program that we use in our business called Custom, excuse me, College Planner Pro. And we use it and we use this with our students to research colleges and universities and to give them the information that they need in order to make the decision that they need to make. I'm going to show you a little bit more about Loyola. Um, I try to spend about five minutes on each school. This is the degree program. Again, this website is chock full of great information but I just kind of go through it quickly just so you guys get some curiosity about the school and then you can go look it up on your own or you can contact us at strategicadmissionsadvice.com and we'll happen to have a strategy session with you and talk to you more about how we can help you to expose you to more schools about where you should apply. Enough said. So this goes through all the different major programs at uh, Loyola of Chicago. I think it's great. They have a lot of master's program for students who are, are post undergraduate studies, okay? But again, this, this software is incredible. Yeah, you can find this on the school's website and there are other websites that can help, but I tend to think that this all comprehensive um, revealing about these schools is tremendous. So this is what we use. Um, if I was to say, let's see what else I could show you about Chicago. If I go back to the college profile. Let me go to Northwestern. Why don't we do that? Northwestern and Ohio State are going to play football this weekend. It is much more than a football school. It's an amazing university in Evanston, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. 10% uh, admit rate. Whoa. So we just saw a school that was 72% admit rate, and now we're looking at 10% admit rate. It is extremely competitive. It's called the Ivy League School of the Midwest. Um, equally as expensive, we're actually more at seventy-two grand a year. Um, the gender balance is a lot more balanced, right? There's eighteen thousand women applied, sixteen thousand men. I think they've achieved gender uh, gender balance in their admission. 
and then how many students are enrolled. So that, that's a pretty fair number. Great statistic about their graduation rates, um, whether it be four year or six year, and their retention rate, 98% retention, an amazing school. Um, here are some of the admissions information about standardized testing, 690 to 670, 710 to 800. Northwestern is a very popular school for a lot of students that we work with. Again, we work with students that are very high achieving a lot, but we also want to expose these colleges to kids who may not have straight A's, may not have you know these rock star SAT and ACT scores because there are 3,500 colleges and universities across the country, and there is a right one for you, student. So again, today it's all about Chicago. We talked about Loyola. We're talking about Northwestern. We'll talk. I'm going to show you a really cool functionality of this software in which you can learn more about the academic program, the culture. We looked at costs. We're looking at admissions and prestige um, and the assessment. When I say assessment, what we do is that we give all of our students a questionnaire in which we can then help them better uh, make we can make suggestions that are best for them in terms of their college process. Assessment is really identifying what are your true strengths and interests and weaknesses. We do not want kids saying, hey, I want to be an engineer, but you're not terribly good in math and science, or at least not right now. We want to put you in an environment where you can succeed and hopefully be on this 85% grade of graduating in four years or within six years of 93%. So that's just one piece of the puzzle. Um, different financial aid situation here at Northwestern. That's not to take anything away from the college and university. They do offer tremendous amounts of aid, but not to the same percentage as Loyola. That's just the way it is. Their, their resources may be different. Okay. I want to show you the FIST guide profile. This is one of my favorite features of this because it allows us to get a glimpse of how Northwestern is being written about from this one source, which is the FIS guide. Um, it talks about Evanston, it talks about being using uh, Chicago as a backdrop for academic and social settings. Northwestern has undergraduate programs in arts and sciences, musical theater, communications. They have a renowned business school, which is called Kellogg, that's primarily a graduate school, although undergraduates can, have, can take a certificate program. Uh, they have Medill School of Journalism, tremendous communications. I'm a big fan of many of the, the journalists who graduated from Northwestern, particularly sports journalists like Michael Wilbon, J.A. Adande, um, Kevin Blackenstone. There's a writer, uh, Mara Braca Keel, who went there, who's a big TV writer. So Northwestern produces David Schwimmer from Friends. They produce people who are doing great things in this world, who are making contributions through the arts, through writing. Um, so this is something that I encourage everyone to look at using different resources to gauge if this is right for you, not just taking one person's opinion, but to really to, to hunker down and do some research. They are a quarter system, very, very important about Northwestern. They're in a quarter system. They're not just on semesters. They own a 10-week quarter system, which every, um, I guess is, I'll read it. Unlike most schools on a 10-week quarter system, Northwestern students take four, not three, courses each quarter. So four courses each quarter, except in engineering where five are permitted. So again, it allows you to have to go to school a little bit later in the year and you end your school year probably later in May than most, but it becomes an opportunity to take more courses than you normally would in college in a normal um, school that's based on a semester program. Um, 
these are some of the overlap schools. And you're like, gulp, you know, Princeton, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Penn, Duke. Yes, Northwestern is the Ivy League school of the of the Midwest. It is an exceptional institution. But again, I do not want students to be uh, daunted by that. I want you to feel like, okay, if I learn, if it's a good match for me, if I go through the assessment process, if I feel like it has academic programs that I want, then why not? Um, the degree programs are tremendous. As you can see, they have a host of different degree programs. I neglected to mention that they have a school of engineering as well. But as you can see, so the business, oh, I mentioned that Kellogg is their graduate school of business. You can see that they do not offer bachelors in business, okay? All right, let's be very clear on that. But in, in communications, computer science, in education, North engineering, Northwestern is a tremendous university, and I encourage you to check it out if you're interested. The University of Chicago will be the last school that we look at today. I'm going to type in Chicago. I know how to spell Chicago. And one of the reasons I want to talk about is because, you know, for a long time, it has been seen as this, somewhat of an ivory tower in the city of Chicago where it was not accessible to everyone from the city. 7% um, admit rate. Wow. Like, it's super selective. What I'm learning in, in um, Michelle Obama's Becoming book is that she was actually hired as a director of community affairs or something, as a liaison between the university and communities that surrounded the university that may not have felt that they had access to the school. That's incredibly noble. And I have a new appreciation for the University of Chicago because of that outreach. Now that 7% admit rate doesn't apply that, <laughs> imply that everybody's getting in, but it does suggest that the school knows that it's super selective, knows that it has incredible graduation and retention rates, know it achieves a tremendous um, gender balance. Yes, the GPA needs to be super strong. The standardized testing needs to be strong. But Chicago is a place where intellectuals go, people who really want to have um, discourse about important things and, and hopefully uh, support each other in ways as, as literary scholars or scientists, researchers, that they can make innovations for the, for the, the, the new world. So I'm a big fan of the University of Chicago. It's cold, but it's an intense academic environment that if that is what you're looking for, you should definitely be looking into it, okay? Um, I will always show you the Fisk Guide profile. Uh, I hope I touched on some of the, the, the pre, the, when you go to school in a major metropolitan area like Chicago, you have opportunities to, uh, you know, use the city for extracurricular activities, whether it's going to shows, um, obviously, you don't have to necessarily live on campus. You can find all the places in the city to live. Here is the Fisk Guide profile. I'm a big fan of using this as a tool to learn more. Again, you can see some of the schools that it overlaps with. I think Columbia and Northwestern are probably the ones that stick out the most to me, given their, their, their city locations. I guess Yale and Penn, too. Cambridge is in the city. Boston's the city. Um, but it's a great, great institution. And the degree programs at Chicago, although it, again, has a great graduate program, it has great undergraduate business programs as well. Chicago is known for having uh, intense essay questions. And again, I don't say these things to scare you. I want you to be informed. Um, and in particular, if you're not from somewhere where Chicago normally recruits from, maybe you have an opportunity to share what you know, share who you are, and maybe Chicago will find you uh, admissible to their school. So again, 
Where should I apply? We're going to be a consistent opportunity to learn more about schools. I'm going to share different schools with you each each time that we jump on. Uh, please, if you want more information about where you should apply or you want to have a strategy session where you can actually talk to expert admissions coaches who will give you solid advice about where to apply, hey, check us out at strategicadmissionsadvice.com. We will be very receptive to you. And students will help you to figure out where you should apply. And parents will help you too. Right now, we're just profiling schools, but we want you to have an assessment so we can figure out how we can best support you. Again, my name is Shereen Herndon-Brown. I am the founder and president of Strategic Missions Advice. I appreciate your time for watching this on YouTube. And check us out at strategicmissionsadvice.com if you want more information. Thank you.